This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnial Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday. April 27. I don't know why I keep feeling it's March. It's April 27 <laughs> and it's very, 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 very hot. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's very hot. It usually takes me seven minutes for my my car to get cold. It wasn't cold all, at all today. <laughs> it's definitely boiling hot. I hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and ready to find out all that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. We're going to be talking all about Sharjah police today because... News has it they've been using drones with face recognition technology to be able to identify wanted criminals. Gone are the days where you remember back in back in the day with movies you used to have like uh, papers planted mm. on the street telling you, yeah. you know, wanted this person, wanted that person. Now all you need is a drone and the image the of wild, that person. The wild wild west. <laughs> yes. You go to the to the place like a canteen or or food shop or something. You see a wanted sign, <laughs> dead or alive. But now you don't need that anymore. But uh, also, you know, it's bigger and brighter. A pink supermoon that's going to light up the UAE skies tonight. Yes, indeed. We're very excited to tell you where and when can you go ahead and witness it. Coming up on the show, if you've been tuning into Future Talk long enough, I'm sure you must have come across on different social media platforms the news of Facebook and LinkedIn being hacked. This hack involved lots of individuals. We're talking about millions and millions of accounts. People's phone numbers were leaked, people's credentials and IDs were leaked. So why did these hack why did these hacks occur and what is the short and long-term effects of them? We do know that everything is restored, but people's information is still out there. Joining us today is Mikhail Manketos, who is the Associate Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at NYU Abu Dhabi. He has many research interests when it, in privacy-preserving computation and 3D printing security, so he's going to be telling us all about why this hack took place and how can we prevent further ones. Yes, we got a lot of exciting stories and things in store for y'all, so keep Pulse 95 locked. And also, don't forget, we got the riddle today, so keep mm-hmm. your ears open. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Big news is happening right here in the heart of Sharjah as we are flying with the drones. More specifically, the Sharjah police are doing so because they have recently introduced new high-tech drones that use face recognition technology to help police officers search for suspects that are believed to have committed a violent crime. So, gone are the days where we would have to rely on people's memories or even rely on people's ability to have seen criminals walking around or hiding now we all we need is just a picture and a drone yes now the drones are the latest among a slew of initiatives adopted by Sharjah police for advanced forms of facial recognition that do make it easier to track wanted criminals now to track down a suspect the police all they have to do is feed his or her photograph into a video surveillance network which is powered by AI The drone camera does then scan roads with crowded people instantly analyzing the faces of everyone it sees. Now, the system does help in finding matches of one criminals among those in the crowd and help police arrest him or her. 
I also can look at this drone that is good for if someone is missing. Mm -hmm. Missing child, for example. These drones could be deployed in, for example, a mall, a uh, festival, a concert. And uh, again, those missing kids could be found as well. Yes, indeed. These drones are also fitted with infrared video cameras. So they're also currently being used to spot reckless drivers. And we have a lot of those during Ramadan. So Sharjah Police is hoping that they're going to be able to boost road, road safety right here in Sharjah by using those drones. Those drones capture photos and videos of all the vehicles that are violating the well-known driving rules and laws. But they're also currently being used to monitor the roads and find the reason behind traffic jams and accidents. These drones are currently also being used to catch violators of COVID-19 safety protocols. So anyone who's not wearing a face mask down on the road or, you know, walking around with that one will be caught by using those drones. Yes, I mean, Sheriff Police will use these drones for a wide range of operations, including uh, patrolling industrial sites and sites that may contain hazardous substances, crime scene investigations, even securing sensitive areas, and uh, even surveillance of public events, sporting events, and even concerts. So we're looking at Charger Police uh, actually using and utilizing the full capability of these drones to make our lives safer and easier. Yes, indeed. And what's perfect about those drones is that they can actually help the traffic patrols clear any congestions on the road much faster and much more efficiently. These drones can also be used to take pictures of any emergency situations that may not always be accessible to photographers. And sometimes when you think about it, photographers on the scene, whether it was journalists or reporters or anyone who wants to document this accident, they're also adding to that congestion. So it would be great to have those drones be able to capture photos of any traffic accidents or even fire incidents but they have been so advanced the drones themselves that they are actually producing high definition images and video footage so you're not looking at grainy you know very raw footage that's not great quality choppy, fo- choppy footage, footage yes yeah. you're looking at drones that are able high to capture quality, yeah. yeah very high definition images no matter where they are yeah i mean uh, and they also do shoot bullets so uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, this drone is also equipped to shoot bullets and actually Sharjah police have said that they have had a number of success across the emirates where offenders in stolen vehicles were trying to evade the police and having been apprehended with drone support so i could believe maybe uh, the police shot at their tires kind of a couple of warning scaring shots and uh, Again, those uh, th- those drones actually helped the police apprehend the suspect. Also, there was a case study that was used in the Emirate of Sharjah, which was in Al-Qasbah, mm-hmm. where just like I said, uh, it could be used for a missing child. And uh, the case study was when a child went drifting far away from his family without the family member's knowledge. And fortunately, police officers had an eye on the boy through a drone from the moment he left his family and went close to the road. Then the officers then did get a hold of the boy and took him back to his family. And then again, just goes to show that these kind of drones are used for literally everything and anything that could help police and keep us safe. Yes, indeed. Let us know your thoughts. Have you seen those drones out on the road? I know Hani did during lockdown. Mm-hmm. They were visible, I think, from your house. Yes, indeed. They were, they were visible right from my balcony. I saw them sanitizing. <laughs> so they have many uses, and that's the beauty of being able to deploy technology, whether it was in the job of a police officer or even a healthcare practitioner. Coming up on the show, we have a pink supermoon lighting up the UAE skies today. When and where can you catch it? Make sure you keep Pulse95 locked to find out all about it. You're listening to Pulse 95. Riddle me this. 
Once again, it is our favorite time of every show. It is the time when we tell you about a Ramadan fawazir or Ramadan riddles that are taking place every single day this Ramadan. You get a chance to win 500 dirhams in cash. All you need to do is listen to the question, guess the right answer, and send that answer to 4215 or before 9.30 p.m. because that's exactly when the duo Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyu will announce what the right answer is and who the lucky winner is on their evening Karak show from 8 to 10 p.m. Yes, indeed. Now, yesterday's question was, uh, you don't need a doctor and no need for Google to answer this riddle with logic. How many apples can someone eat on an empty stomach? Now, uh, I was telling you guys the... The, the what's it called the, the guess known, yes. or the hint was uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away and the answer was one because after the first apple you no longer have an empty stomach so obviously logic was used yesterday's in yesterday's riddle but today's riddle is we can hurt you without touching we can help you without moving you need us every day you use us in different ways I think I've I've uh, mismatched yes, today's mismatched riddle. Today's riddle, Omnia. big time. Well, moving it, on. Yeah. <laughs> today's riddle is actually it has no spirit, has no life, but can talk to you all the time. Some royalty called queen praised its name, though it doesn't need more fame. What is it? Yes, indeed. We're gonna say it one more time. It has no spirit, has no life, but can talk to you all the time. Some royalty called queen praised its name though it does not need more fame what is it uh, it's a little bit it's a hard one it is <laughs> yeah uh text in your answers 4215 do it slot or on instagram at pulse 95 radio if you have the answer and if you do do text in to have a chance to win 500 drums cash but you know what you don't need much thinking for all you need is some time to meditate and enjoy we're talking all about the pink moon that will actually be Lighting up the UAE skies today, tonight, more specifically after midnight, it will be visible all around the U all around the UAE, but also all around the world. So if you have any friends or family that want to witness a phenomena, this would be the one to go for because the supermoon occurs when the moon is at its closest distance from Earth, and it will be the first of two that will be taking place this year. So the moon, this moon, this moon will actually be seven percent bigger and fourteen percent brighter than. A regular full moon. Yes, indeed. Now, stargazers across the UAE are in for a treat with a pink supermoon, which is set to appear in the early hours of today. Now, the supermoon, which does occur when the moon is at its closest approach to Earth, will be the first of two to occur this year. Actually, it will be about 7% bigger and 14% brighter than a regular full moon. Now, we do know that it will be at apex after midnight on April 27, right here in the UAE around the world as well it will be visible but the name of the astronomical event does not have much to do with the color of the moon actually but the event was called the pink moon in the 1930s because it occurs close to spring when flowers are in bloom so you don't actually have a pink moon <laughs> It's more of a, like a metaphor. Yes, so it's occurring around spring. That's exactly why a lot of people decided to go ahead with this name. Let us know. Are you going to be heading to the beautiful skies of the, UAE, of the UAE this midnight to be able to witness it? Coming up on the show, we have a very interesting conversation all about how to keep our own security online a lot safer. Pulse 95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk. 
with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. 2021 has been the year where a lot of hacks have been taking place, whether it was on social media platforms or even professional networking websites such as LinkedIn. We've seen many headlines of millions of Facebook users, phone numbers and personal data being leaked online. Data from about half a billion LinkedIn users was actually scraped and put online. And many people were always wondering, how could that be possible? How could that be possible when a social media giant has our information? It should be safe. That's what a lot of people tend to think. But sadly, this is not always the reality. Joining us today to tell us all about it is Mikhail Manyatakos, who is actually the Associate Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at NYU Abu Dhabi. His research interests actually include privacy-preserving computation, and he's been very immersed in why this leak has actually taken place and how can we help protect our own information from such social media and networking giants. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Mikhail. Thank you for having me, Amia. It's a pleasure having you on the show, Mikhail. Now, let's go and talk about what do these hacks actually mean and why are they targeted towards social media platforms such as Facebook and LinkedIn? So, um, for me, these, these attacks are just another day at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you know, we, we see them daily. Uh, they're affecting private citizens, but they're also affecting uh, corporations and governments uh, equally. Mm-hmm. So, the ones that were more publicized, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, were publicized because they're affecting many, many users. Yeah. Uh, but we go through this situation with organizations are getting ransomware attacks, uh, same with governments. So, it was just another day at work, but the magnitude of the uh, of the attack and how many users were impacted brought this into uh, into the into attention but generally it's been it's been a daily occurrence actually all these attacks mm-hmm, 100% and i'm wondering do you think there are a lot of mini attacks that take place that are just not publicized on a day-to-day basis yes actually daily there must be many many of them um you know mostly now, there are a lot of um, cyber criminals that make money out of these attacks. Mm. And um, the, the mo- more money would be made if you attack an organization, you steal their files or encrypt their files, and then you, you blackmail them to pay you to retrieve the files. So this is a ransomware attack. And this is what we, what we see a lot. Mm. And we see many, many of these daily. 100%. Let's talk a little bit about impact and consequences. So in your opinion, what is the short-term impact of these attacks for users, but also for governments, companies, and any other organization that the hacker would go ahead and target? Well, unfortunately, on, on the short term, right, nothing will change because um, this has been happening. And ki- currently, privacy seems to be a lost battle with the tech giants. Yeah. Uh, anything we, we always have to think anything we post on the internet is either public immediately or we will be made public soon after a hack. Mm. Yeah. So we have to kind of think this way, right? Anything we want to, to post on Instagram, on Facebook, even we put the privacy tag available only to my friends, we should always keep in mind it will be available to, to anyone who's looking for it. Uh, so short term, nothing changes, but I do hope that long term, this may have a positive effect because now there's more pressure on Facebook and, and all the other companies to be more privacy aware, to have better locks for such incidents. And also the public is starting to complain. The public is starting to be more aware of the situation. So they maybe start looking for solutions that are more private. And they may, I have many friends who left Facebook actually uh, in the last few years, just because of how Facebook treats data. 
we have Hani over here who's actually deactivated his account on Facebook. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with Facebook. I feel like Facebook's uh, privacy features are a little bit too vulnerable for me. I'd rather stay off Facebook. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about what is the next step for many users? Is the right move just to leave Facebook altogether? And what can we do to help protect our privacy? Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk. This is Future Talk. With Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. To share or not to share, that is a question, at least a question that we should all be asking ourselves every single time we're about to post something on social media platforms. Whether it is going on a vacation, posting about the most recent package that we got, sometimes we can get too excited that we want to share what's happening in our lives with our friends and family on our timeline that we don't take a minute to think, how could this information be used in the wrong way. With the, la- with the latest cybersecurity attacks that we've been hearing about with Facebook and LinkedIn, billions of people's informations have been leaked online and some of the most simple information like your birthday was actually used against you. To tell us more about it, joining us today is Mr. Mikhail Maniatakos. Mania I'm going to get his last name right <laughs> from here till the end of the show. Mikhail Maniatakos, who is the Associate Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at NYU Abu Dhabi. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, thank you for having me. Um, so, uh, you know, it's it's bad advice to say you shouldn't share, right? People yeah. have a tendency to share and they want to do it. Uh, the question is, do we understand what it means, right? And you raise it very nicely. So, the, the thing I'll say is that just be mindful that whatever you say will be public either immediately or will be public uh, within a short time frame, right? Mm-hmm. And the things that can be used, you mentioned, for example, your birthday can be used in the impersonation attack. Yeah. It can actually uh, use, but sometimes when your bank is calling you uh, mm. to verify a transaction, they're asking for your name, your date of birth, they're asking for your credit card limits, mm. verify it you. So someone knows your birthday, you can probably guess the credit card limits because they're fixed limits. So they can actually impersonate you and use it to... Uh, mm-hmm make a bank fraud. 100%. So uh, I think it will be interesting to also come back to discuss a little bit about how can we better protect ourselves when it comes to using social media platforms and what can organizations take from their side. If you have any questions for Mr. Mikhail, make sure you share them with us at 4215-DO-IT-IS-A-LOT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Does anybody else feel like a fried egg? But you can call me the Riddler. Riddle me this, riddle me that. (laughs) It has no spirit, has no life, but can talk to you all the time. Some royalty called Queen praised its name, though it doesn't need more fame. What is it? Let me repeat that. It has no spirit has no life, but can talk to you all the time. Some royalty, called Queen, praised its name, though it doesn't need more fame. What is it? The awesome Sharjah Ramadan Festival is back. Solve the riddle and win 500 dirhams cash daily. It's also your chance to win wow prizes from participating outlets. Organized by Sharjah Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Future Talk. Future Talk. 
Tech Talk and the latest tech news. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95 would like to wish you a happy Ramadan. This is Pulse 95. The heart of Sharjah. Waking up to see you and nobody's there The smell of your perfume still stuck in the air It's hard Yesterday I thought I saw your shadow running round It's funny how things never change in this old town So far From the stars Tell you everything the Words I never got to see The first time around And I remember everything From when we were the children Playing in this fairground Wish I was there with now If the whole world was watching I'd still dance with you Drive highways and byways To be there with you over and over, the only truth Everything comes back to you mm-hmm. I saw that you moved on with someone new There we met, he's got his arms around you It's so hard So hard And I want to tell you everything Words I never got to see the first time around And I remember everything From when we were the children playing in this fairground Wish I was there with you now As if the whole world was watching I'd still dance with you Drive highways and byways to be there with you Over and over, the only truth Everything comes back to you You still make me nervous when you walk in the room Them butterflies, they come alive when I'm next to you Over and over, the only truth Everything comes back to you Mm -hmm. And I know that it's wrong That I can't move on But there's something about you As if the whole world was watching I'd still dance with you Drive highways and byways to be there with you Over and over, the only truth Everything comes back to you You still make me nervous when you walk in the room Them butterflies, they come alive when I'm next to you Over and over, the only truth Everything comes back to you Mm-hmm. Everything comes back to you mm-hmm. 
Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Sharing on social media platforms, this has become the world that we're living in. Every time you're excited about something or you want to share a certain news with family and friends, instead of texting each and every person separately, you just go ahead and share it on your Facebook news feed, on your Instagram timeline, on Twitter, you name it. We all love sharing. That's why social media platforms were created. But with the most recent leaks that a lot of people have been witnessing, whether it was on LinkedIn, about a billion billions of users actually their information was leaked on Facebook half a million users had their information leaked we need to be more careful and how can we be more careful well joining us today is associate professor of electrical and computer engineering Mr. Mihail Maniatakos who is going to be telling us all about what can we do to help make our privacy safer when it comes to using social media platforms it's been a great conversation with you today Mihail thank you Amia Um, so the first and most important thing is the attitude and mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever we share, we have to be aware that this will this is public now, mm-hmm. and it will stay public forever. Even if we delete the post, a post remains archived and can be found in the archives of the organization that holds the information. So always before you post, think: Do I want this to be forever on the internet? Right. Mm-hmm. So ask your question, and you can you know if if that's okay with you, post it. Right. But again, always keep in mind that anything you have out there can can and will be used against you uh, in some way or another. Uh, so you know uh, you need to share, but maybe always do this risk management analysis in your mind. Right? Will it be bad enough? I mean, does it justify does it justify the risk you're taking by sharing that information? But and, and you you balance the risk and you find out what's the the best way forward for you. That's one. That's one way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing we need to be doing as consumers and as uh, consumer of these uh, these uh, services is to demand more privacy. Right? Mm-hmm. Hani mentioned before that he quitted Facebook because yes. of its policies. Right? That's that's the right way of of actually pushing back. Maybe in the future Facebook will be will have more appropriate policies and Hani will join back. Right? <laughs> uh, so maybe. We, <laughs> so that's a big the platforms, maybe. <laughs> It is, is is a way of, of consumer pushback uh, that we look. We demand privacy. We want our data to be secure. And if you don't do that, I'll just quit the platform. And if everybody quits the platform, Facebook will have to rethink the way they actually uh, handle data. On the other hand, though, you have to think and always keep in mind that uh, Facebook makes money out of data. Mm. So you know this is also a balance they need to find. Right? They need to make money out of your data, but they also have to protect it at the same time. And these are kind of contradictory. Um, but as consumers, again, if this doesn't work for us, we shouldn't do it. And it's not only Facebook and, 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 and WhatsApp and all these services. For example, in consumer electronics, hmm. the latest iPhone campaign, they focused on privacy a lot, right? Because they, they see that people will pay more money for a more private device. Yeah. We see how also consumers are willing to, you know, spend 10% extra just for a more secure device. Now, if everybody does it, then companies would only be selling more secure devices, right? Because nobody will be buying the cheaper ones that have no security guarantees. And not only phones, if you think about baby cameras or other more sensitive electronics, you know, there's always the cheap solutions mm-hmm. that come with questionable privacy, right? And probably everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, but if you pay double the money, Right for something as sensitive as you know the images of your newborn, uh, then 
these these um, cheap solutions will nobody will buy them, so they won't be produced anymore. So it's also about how the consumers are pushing back and how they're choosing whenever they're selecting a service or a product, they're choosing the options that are more secure and more private. Uh, and that can be expanded to services too. Uh, instead of, you know, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook, so you should keep that in mind. Mm. There are other solutions that yeah. are diverse and give you other um, privacy benefits. Now, I think the question uh, would be is, do we hold these companies responsible? And for example, in this case, Facebook and LinkedIn, do we hold them responsible for what happened? Is it something internal, a problem, or is every kind of company has a loophole? There's there's always a way to get inside the company. Well, I mean, they're definitely responsible, uh, even though they... they uh, issued then kind of an apology thing that say, well, this it, it was public before. But they, they use a lot of ridiculous arguments yeah. in, their, in their defense. <laughs> of course, they're responsible. They're the holders of our data. So they should keep them private because they kind of promised that to an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the question is the, 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 the framework, the legal framework for holding the tech giants accountable is actually very vague currently. Uh, mm. because of um, freedom of speech um, situations, you know, because they're based in the U.S., right, in the following the U.S. laws, uh, any attempt to, you know, hold them more accountable is kind of falling on the freedom of speech question. You know, if we ask too much, right, do this, do that, mm. then the censorship coming in, how Trump got banned from Twitter and new discussions came in, right? They're responsible, but they always say that we are, you know, we're platforms. We don't control the content. You post it there, so it's your problem because you're sharing, right? You so made a conscious a choice. Exactly, exactly. But this is not this is not the right approach on their side, and hopefully they'll change course. Because even if they, the users may not be very aware of how their data can be used, they know, and you know, since they know, they have to do something about it. So they're definitely responsible, and they should be held accountable. Um, somehow they will be in Europe because Europe has introduced this GDPR law that whenever there's a privacy breach, mm. companies have to pay a fine for it, and that's why Facebook is, is issuing this kind of a statement that it was already public information to avoid fines in Europe. But the US will follow at some point with um, more rigorous laws about responsibility in those incidents. I have no doubt about mm. that, and I wanted to go back to a point that you mentioned, Michael, when it comes to either switching to other platforms that are said to be safer. I noticed that you would prefer using Signal over WhatsApp. That was the, the first thing that my eyes uh, came mm. on on your status. It was like, text me on Signal, I prefer using that platform instead. And that got me thinking, when we switch from one platform to the other, a lot of tech giants have been saying it doesn't matter if you stop using the platform because you have a digital footprint. You have a digital tattoo on that app. So your information will always be there, even if you deactivate the account altogether. So is that true? And what can we do instead? If we already did the mistake and we are on a social media platform, how can we kind of minimize the impact of that when it comes to our privacy? I mean, this is true to an extent. You do have a digital footprint that is very hard um, to get rid of, and it's very hard to be anonymous on the internet currently. Uh, however, you can take some steps towards the right direction. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it could be baby steps today, but if we all do them, then also the companies may be more conscious about their actions and their platforms they're providing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, WhatsApp, again, is owned by Facebook, right? So they have the same uh, incentives to use the data 
on WhatsApp for advertisement purposes, right? To make money out of. Um, Signal, the one I'm using, is not doing that. And, and my main concern with WhatsApp is that it's the program, the code behind the, the application, it's closed source. So you cannot see what's how the application has been written, right? The has been programmed. Signal is open source, so everybody can inspect the code. So you have, in a way, you kind of have more guarantees that the Signal organization is not looking at our uh, messages. And WhatsApp, they say they don't. And I personally don't believe they, they do, but I believe they have the capability to actually look if they need to. Mm. Um, so these things, right, if we, if we start again, it's about baby steps currently. Quit Facebook. Uh, install a more privacy-conscious messenger. Don't buy that cheap camera. It will take a few steps now, but they, they have actually a big impact on our privacy uh, because, again, we're pushing the the direction of I want more privacy. And again, if someone wants to sell, they, they're trying to find the market for it. And if the market demands privacy, they'll be selling private friend, privacy-friendly solutions. I mean, that's the reason why Signal boomed, right, honey? I mean, they were at a time when WhatsApp was under fire because of all the privacy concerns. Signal, millions of people were downloading it because they wanted that yeah. privacy feature. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people, and I especially I do believe that Elon Musk as well tweeted, uh, use Signal. And uh, that was actually a Signal boost for Signal. Yes. And a lot of people jumped on Signal. And uh, for me, I couldn't make the switch. Not a lot of people I knew use Signal, even though I don't even use WhatsApp in general. I don't use it. I even have my, I have my notifications turned off on it, uh, deliver quietly everything. So there yeah. you have it. <laughs> and it's uh, it's funny how this happened, right? So WhatsApp published this update that you know we'll have we're updating our privacy policies, and then everybody got crazy. But it wasn't it wasn't anything new. It's just um, a publicity error on on Facebook side. They shouldn't have told the users they're going to do it, right? Exactly. But, Mikhail, you know, there, no PR is bad PR. So <laughs> <laughs> They're always yeah. gaining, even when it's bad PR. <laughs> Mikhail Maniatakos, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us all these precious tips on how can we better protect our privacy when we're posting online. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It was an honor having you. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to talk about the riddle. Obviously, during Ramadan, the holy month of Ramadan, we've been giving you guys riddles where evening karak has been actually, let's say, the the the, the main poncho when it did yes. come to the, the, the riddles. And they have been announcing the winners 9.30 every day during weekdays during Ramadan. And uh, I've been 8 out of 9 or 9 out of... Actually, I think this is the 11th riddle. Yes, this is day 11 of, of riddles. the riddles. Yeah, yes. so I'm I'm t 11 out, I'm 10 out of 11 so when it comes to riddles. Yeah, so far we've had 11 winners. You could be the 12th one? No, we could be the 11th winner. We yes. have 10 winners. We had 10 winners. You could be the 11th winner yes. today. And all you have to do is give the right answer to this question. It has no spirit. It has no life. But it can talk to you all the time. Some royalty called Queen praised its name, though it does not need more fame. What is it? Yeah, well, uh, I kind of, uh, I think I know. You think you know. I think I know. What's your hint for today? Uh, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna just make sure that's the way it's spelled. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I got it. Yep, okay. I got it. What's the hint? Well, uh, you speak to it every day. Is it? Oh God. Yeah, you speak to it every day. I speak. Is it our phone? No, <laughs> it has no spirit. But why would uh, 
Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. It could be your phone. Could be our phone. I think I'm looking too deep into it. Yeah, I think so as well. But I'm excited to know. But uh, (laughs) I I think... uh, Well, Again, believe it or not, we don't know what the right answer is. We're playing the guessing game with you all. So just trying to be helpful to everyone and also get ego points right here on Future Talk. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh... I think I think uh, I think I think it's what I'm thinking about. I think I think yeah. it's what I'm thinking. So it's many a hard things one, in one word. We're fasting and, in one uh, sentence. We're trying to use all our our memory in our brain, but uh, again, I think I think uh, I think that's it. I'm stuck on thinking for some reason. But uh, let us know your guys' thoughts. Four two one five. Do what it's thought or on Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio. What do you think? Is the question for today? Chance to win five hundred dollars with Evening Karak with Mikhail Ati and Aisha Al Mazmi. But this does conclude Future Talk for today. We're going to see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.